Thank you for tuning into my friend's place here on WGOT LP Gainesville. Before that, I'm warming things up here in the warm up mix on my friend's place. New music from Allison Goldfrapp and Paul Wolford. That one's called Fever. After that, you have Rodrigo e Gabriela with Descending to Nowhere. Then it was new music from Steve Mason, The Brixton Fish Fry. That one features uh, Javad uh, Bashir. And then wrapping things up in that mix, you have one from Men I Trust. Ring a pass, and there you go. You're officially called up to everything you've heard this week here on My Friends Place. So before we do more new music, I'm going to introduce a brand new show segment that I'm going to call Full of Poo News. Now, being a family-friendly, FCC-censored uh, radio station, a community radio station, not going to say the S word, but you know what I'm talking about when I say full of poo. So have a story of people very full of poo. And I'm talking about the great people over at Fox News. And you might be thinking or asking yourself, well, how could such a well-respected news organization ever be full of poo? Well, they are in a lot of ways, but what I'm talking about today goes back to the 2020 election where the claims that uh, the voting machines were messed up and that it was rigged and Donald Trump should still be president, of course, coming out of Donald Trump's mouth. Now, behind the scenes, uh, the people that worked at Fox News, the, like, the managers and the hosts, uh, they pretty much all knew that Donald Trump's claims were false BS. And now, thanks to the uh, Dominion defamation lawsuit, we have a lot of the texts that were going back and forth 
uh, from the people working behind the scenes. And they make it very clear uh, that everyone that was in front of the camera kind of pushing these uh, conspiracy theories for Donald Trump about the election being rigged, well, behind the scenes, their text, they were saying something quite the opposite. And you might ask yourself, well, why would a news person do that? Uh, spread lies and uh, rumors they knew that were patently false? Well, turns out that Fox was really worried about their rival newscast over at uh, Newsfax, who was very much going, running with the uh, story that the election was rigged, and they were afraid of losing their viewers to Newsmax. So, they decided to go with a false narrative on air. Go figure. And I've got some of the actual text messages from people, uh, names that you will recognize, I think, from Fox News. So, first, let's start with Tucker Carlson. And he said in text messages uh, about Sidney Powell, who was the lawyer that basically was pretty much the... Uh, linchpin behind like the Dominion uh, voting machines were rigged uh, so he's talking about her and these are his words uh, quote is lying unquote and call her claims quote insane absurd and shockingly reckless um, she also said that Powell was quote a poison an unguided missile and dangerous as hell and another quote he hopes that she gets punished uh, then he went on further talking about the January 6th attack saying that Trump and these again Tucker Carlson's words is a demonic force a destroyer and he told uh, Fox News host Laura Ingraham that he quote had to make the Trump White House quote disavow Powell comment calling her a nut. Then you have Sean Hannity, another big figure over at Fox News. He testified that he didn't believe for one second that uh, Powell's voter fraud claims were true, and he said it was obvious that Powell's allegations were false uh, when she appeared on his program. Also saying far-right attorney, our favorite, Rudy Giuliani was, quote, acting like an insane person and calling the lawyers, quote, I can't say this word, so I'm going to say effing lunatics. So you have all these people behind the scenes just trashing the claims that Trump were, was making. But in front of the camera, they were giving it credence, which is a lot of the buildup uh, to get to January uh, 7th. Uh, one of my favorites, Fox Corporation chairman, the big cheese, the guy that owns and runs Fox News, basically, Rupert Murdoch. He called Rudy Giuliani's allegations, quote, really crazy stuff and, quote, damaging and said that he should be taken with, quote, a large grain of salt. And so the people that were uh, advising Trump were really bad. And you just have text message after text message um, from really big people behind the scenes like Fox uh, host Brett Baer saying there is no evidence of fraud, none, but yet they're going on the air full of poo spreading all these things that they knew 100% were false and it's just a crazy story. Um, I'm not going to go through all the quotes and all the minutiae. If you want to find out more about the um, story, there's lots of ways to do so, but um, I'm reading it off of the Forbes 
Wikipedia.com website. Uh, the title of the article is Mind-Blowingly Nuts, which seems to fit. Um, so I don't know if I wanna, you want to Google that when you get home, Mind-Blowingly Nuts. That's up to you. But uh, the title's Mind-Blowingly Nuts. Fox News hosts and execs repeatedly denounce 2020 election fraud off-air. Here are their most scathing comments. So check that out. It is really kind of funny reading if you're into uh, uh, poo and BS. But anyway, let's get into more brand new music here on My Friend's Place. And I kind of have a song that goes a little bit with that story. Uh, I'm at a point now, personally, and it's not just Fox News, although they might be the worst. I don't really believe anything you see on any of the cable network uh news channels. So um, I've got a song title that reflects that. It's called Bless Madonna. We still believe, but I don't really believe anymore. But uh, really kind of fun throwback to the 80s sound here. I hope you enjoy it. Thanks for listening to My Friends Place. In Sunday morning oh. And Friday night Friday night And speakers freaking Yeah Up all night Yeah, we still believe in love. 
All right, wrapping up that uh, music block, you had Thus, uh, Live Centerfold. Before that, you had Bless Madonna, We Still Believe. Then it was Garden Center with Shocksite. After that, you had Thurston Moore with Hypnogram. Then it was one from the band Ulrika Spacek, If the Wheels Are Coming Off. The Wheels Are Coming Off. Maybe my favorite song title of the week there. Uh, then brand new music from one of my favorite bands, The New Pornographers. Uh, that song is Angel Cover, which is coming off of a forthcoming album. So you'll be hearing quite a few singles from that album here in the coming weeks on my friend's place. But before we do more new music, want to jump in and do a bit of a movie review. And I saw something this week that I was kind of really looking forward to. And it is a brand new movie that's actually still in the theaters, uh, but I saw it on video demand. It's uh, Infinity Pool. So you might be asking yourself exactly, well, what is Infinity Pool about? So I'm going to give you a really uh, quick uh, tagline. Uh, cool mask, um, lots of drugs, several orgies, and plenty of murder. Uh, that pretty much summarizes Infinity Pool uh, from director Brandon Cronenberg, who wrote and directed Infinity Pool, and this is his third official movie. Now, you hear that name Cronenberg, you may recognize that because Brandon's dad, David Cronenberg, um, has been making great movies since the early 80s. Probably best known for directing uh, The Fly with Jeff Goldblum, um, but I've been a big fan of his dad's for a long time. A hashtag Nepo Baby, I suppose. Um, I also have to say, Brandon Cronenberg's last movie, it was this movie called Possessor, and that was my number one movie for 2021. So right off the bat, pretty obvious, I'm predisposed to like a new Brandon Cronenberg movie. But the, on the other hand, though, um, you know, I sometimes you go into movies like that and you have, like, unrealistic expectations that movie can't meet. Um, so beyond the cool mass drugs, orgies, and murder... Is Infinity Pool any good? Well, I'd have to say, yeah, it definitely is. Uh, Andrew Skarsgård is the lead, and he was in a top ten movie for me last year as the lead in The Northman. Um, and he's playing an author. Uh, he's vacationing with his wife at this you know, really posh, exclusive resort set in what is a fictional third-world country. Um, while on vacation... He's out with some people they met, and he's driving under the influence, and a vehicular manslaughter as he runs over uh, one of the locals, killing him. So, obviously, what's the sentence going to be? Some kind of long jail sentence? Uh, no. In this nation, uh, the punishment is death. But, and of course there's going to be a but, uh, there's a loophole uh in their legal system that allows a person, uh, a tourist basically, who has the right amount of money to purchase and produce a clone of himself that will stand in and be killed in an execution ceremony by one of the survivors of next of kin. And if that doesn't sound crazy, well, here's where things really start to get crazy. Um, as Mia Goth, her part kind of expands in Really, she's kind of like the co-lead in this movie, along with Andrew Skarsgård, and she's really terrific. Uh, and coming off, like, strong, strong performances uh, last year in Pearl and X, and just 
another home run performance from her. She is really awesome. Um, clearly, Infinity Pool with his weird, like, plot's not going to be for everyone. But, if you like, I don't know, if you like, like, the darker episodes of, of Black Mirror and you like that kind of science fiction, then Infinity Pool is definitely worth giving a chance. And I'm pretty certain you'll be hearing me talk about this movie again at the end of the year when I do my best of 2023 list because I really like the movie a lot. It's got a great story uh, to begin with. Like I said, written uh, by Brandon Cronenberg based on some of his own uh, travels overseas to resorts. It looks, um, cinematography and the art and the style, it all looks really, really cool. Uh, I already mentioned how terrific the cast is, and it just really takes some interesting twists and turns. Some you kind of see coming, and some you really don't. And basically what's in, like, uh, another Eat the Rich uh, type plot, which has become really popular for obvious reasons in the last couple of years. Uh, most recently, two movies that I really like, that's uh, the plot of The Menu. And it's also the plot of a movie that was in my top 10 of the year, and it's up for best uh, Oscar uh, Triangle of Sadness. So a lot of things to like about this movie. Um, I really have nothing bad to say about it, to be honest with you. It's a weird movie uh, from a weird director, so if you're into that kind of stuff, definitely check it out. Another thing I really liked about this movie was the soundtrack, who was uh, composed actually by an electronic music artist I played before on Cranwell Mix Show, that I didn't know was doing film scores, and this might actually be one of his first scores, but I really like this song, so we're going to go a little bit ambient here, um, from the Infinity Pool soundtrack, we've got the appropriately titled song, Orgy, uh, from electronic music artist Tim Hecker, here on My Friend's Place, enjoy.
Ending that set, you had a little drum and bass from Jose Gonzalez, Visions, the Dungeon Remix, here on My Friend's Place. Before that, from the Infinity Pool soundtrack, you had Tim Hecker with Orgy. Then you heard Soft Kill, A Plan to Suffer. After that, it was Bully, Luju, featuring Soccer Mommy, who played Gainesville not that long ago. And then my favorite song from last week, actually, it's this band called Facts, and that song is When You Say. Uh, again, thank you for tuning in to my friend's place this afternoon. And before we get into more new music today here on the show, I'm going to do part two of a segment I introduced last week. Basically, Old Man Shakes His Fist at Clouds, uh, kind of taking uh, the Grandpa Simpson meme and turning it into life as I use my platform to complain about my many, many grievances here. Uh, last week, featured or specifically talked about some things going on at the gym and this week I talk about something that really made me mad and that is driving. So try to keep this as short as possible. I'm driving home like I do every day north on 13th street kind of over by the old sun building which is now the alligator building and I'm sitting at the light at the top of this hill this intersection which I've done I think for like 30 days straight even though there are no other cars you know, around perpendicular to the light. And I'm guessing it's this way because they are updating uh, the traffic light. They're going from uh, the ones that hang like on a cable to the one that's basically uh, a po two poles in L shape that holds them up. So I'm going to infer that during this process they have to put it on a timer. Therefore, I spend probably five minutes each and every day with my car idling at this light with no other cars in sight. Uh, so there's another like mini rant there, I suppose. Uh, but anyway, I'm coming up to this light, which is at the top of a hill. And as I get closer to the light, I notice there's an oversized uh, truck. It's got the um, wide load banner on the back of it. It's sitting over there in the right lane and the bike lane, taking up a little bit of the sidewalk, about 100 feet from me. So I'm stopped and I realize, hey, I'm going to have to uh, get over left um, to make sure that these guys are safe. I don't know exactly why they're parked there or what they're doing. It must have something to do with, with repairing the, or fixing the light. So anyway, I'm sitting there, car's idling for two minutes, and then this random dude, I have no idea actually where he came from because I wasn't paying that close of attention, um, but he's this dude, walks out into the middle of the road. And he's got on jeans and a nice polo, and it's tucked in. And I'm thinking, well, what is, why is this guy walking out into the middle of the road, maybe 50 feet away from me? I mean, he's clearly not part of that oversized truck crew, because, you know, I've been through construction sites, it seems, forever around campus the last three years. And I know exactly who I'm looking for and what I'm looking for if, if it's like a construction crew. Um, that I need to avoid, but uh, he's got no like construction reflective vest. He's got no hard hat. He doesn't have that you know reversible stop sign in his hand. You know stop go kind of like the one that Coyote holds up in the Roadrunner cartoon that says Mercy right before a rock falls on his head. He's got none of that. It's just a dude in a blue polo uh, dressed kind of nice to be standing out in the middle of the road. But I know I need to get over. And like I said, this unidentified guy is standing in the middle of the road for what I think is to make sure no one goes into that right lane 
close to where the oversized uh, load and that truck is parked. So I get over and immediately I see that the blue polo man is raising his hand and now I'm like, I don't know, 25 feet away. And I'm assuming that he's, his hand is up was like an indication for people to slow down. Um, now, again, no orange vest, no sign. Um, and he's kind of holding his hand up. Not like really definitively sure what he's doing. It's kind of uh, at the same ankle as what I would call the Heil Hitler. So then I'm like, okay, he's trying to get me to slow down. So I roll past him. I think I'm going probably about 15 miles per hour. I'm at least 30 feet away from the oversized truck parked on the side of the road, between 20 and 30 feet anyway. Um, and, you know, the speed limit on 13th is 45. I'm going 15. I'm trying to be as safe as possible. And this man goes ballistic and freaks out. And he starts screaming like his veins are going to explode. And actually starts chasing after my car like he wants to kill me or at least shatter like my back windshield. And I guess, and I'm going to put guess in air quotes that you can't see, I guess he was trying to stand in the middle of 13 and stop all the northbound traffic for whatever reason. And like I said, I've, I've been through so many construction sites the last three years. I know what to look for when those people are going to stop traffic. And this guy didn't do any of those telltale signs. So my uh, inference, I guess, basically the blue polo guy was probably like, one of the project managers for this construction company and they're trying to save a little money basically at the cost of safety so instead of paying you know a minimum wage due ten dollars an hour to stand out there uh, with an orange vest the hard hat and the little handheld stop sign uh, to make sure everything is safe they were trying to cheap out on that so he was going to run out and stop traffic even though he clearly had no idea how to actually stop traffic safely and you better know how to direct traffic if you're going to be standing out in the middle of the road without any signage or safety gear. Um, you know, I, I like to think that I've been through enough, like, school zones that if I had to, I could park my car, get out, and direct traffic somewhat safely. And I know I wouldn't give, like, the Heil Hitler sign and get mad if someone didn't understand what I'm doing. Uh, but clearly, the Blue Polo uh, bro... Uh, construction manager um, he did not know how to direct traffic and luckily um, for me and for him he didn't actually get to my car because if he had actually hit my car or damaged my car then I'm in a really bad position because I, I don't know what I would do get out and confront him drive on or or whatever but anyway there's my rant for the week and uh, again, if you're going to direct traffic, that's great. Wear a vest and actually direct the traffic. Don't do it half-assed like this construction company uh, manager guy did. But anyway, uh, speaking of um, bad decisions, got some brand new music. That's not a bad decision at all. In fact, what it is, if I can actually find my playlist, is I've got a song titled, there it is, best disaster um, because I think I kind of avoided a disaster this week by uh, 
not getting in a confrontation with Blue Polo Vest Guy. But anyway, here is a song from Band Cuckoo, and it's called Best Disaster. Thank you for listening to My Friend's Place. <laughs> your love 
push comes to shove shaky throne and never fall apart again and never fall apart
Okay, that is music from the Van Pelt Image of Health. Getting really close to the end of my friend's place this week on WGOT LP Gainesville. Before that, in that set, you had new music from Kuko. Song titles Best Disaster, sounding very much like Tame Impala, in my opinion. Uh, then after that, more new music, Andrew Bird, Never Fall Apart. Then you heard Movie Jail Cell with the Neighbors. After that, it was Noya, Didn't Know, which features Ella Minus. Then uh, right after that, you had Brooke Candy with the unmistakable song of the week, Juicy Fruit. So if you heard that one, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And then right after that, it was Jackie Mendoza with Mousetrap. And there you go. You officially caught up to everything you've heard this week here on My Friend's Place. Before we do the closing track this week, do you want to go over some... Uh, business-related items like we do each and every weekend. First up, if you want to help WGOT out uh, financially, right now the best way to do that is subscribing on Patreon at patreon.com backslash WGOT. Seriously, $1 a month is all we're really asking for, which comes to $12 a year uh, because it's a monthly reoccurring fee. Uh, Some people are $5 donors, some people are $10 donors, and no matter what level you are on, you'll be able to unlock some of the exclusive content we have on Patreon, including Fred Souter's uh, last show, which was a call-in show that you can find streaming right now on Patreon.com, and it is excellent. Um, Definitely want to check that out if you have the opportunity. Besides uh, Patreon, uh, WGOT has a webpage, WGOT.org, and that page is really cool because it gives you the streaming information so that you can listen to WGOT anywhere you are, uh, even when you're outside the signal and uh, while you're online. Another thing you can check out, uh, WGOT has a Facebook page, and on that page we put schedule changes and uh, chances to volunteer and other station-related information. Uh, Try to do some fun stuff in there too like memes and whatnot but uh please consider giving that one a like too if you're on facebook and you haven't done so and then finally you can find past episodes to listen to stream download of both Cramela mix show which is my more electronic music based show as well as my friend's place which you are listening to right now i've got pretty much every one of the episodes available uh, that you can listen to through Cramela Radio Show. So Google that term and it'll get you there. And I uh, had a really great week with downloads. My, my biggest number yet, almost a thousand from Gainesville, which is uh, by far my biggest amount. So thank you for everyone that either listens on WGOT or takes time to download or stream at the podcast uh, via super cool technology. But anyway, going to head out in about four minutes. Before I do so, here is your closer. A couple weeks ago, I played what I thought was going to be the strip club song of the year, uh, which was Sam Smith, Unholy, and I didn't think I would find another song that was more strip club friendly in all of 2023, but I did. And here it is. Here's your closer this week on My Friend's Place. It is a band, or production duo rather, called Hard Feelings, and the song title's Dangerous, but you're going to get the Sunrise Highway Nefarious Remix which features Rai Rai and Bruiser Wolf. So I hope you enjoy this one as much as I do. It is a ton of fun. Uh, Anyway, I'm out of here. Be back. uh, Same time, same channel. Next week, adios. The mood is right. The vibe is right. My kind of night, the life of the park. Who gon' leave in the car with me? Don't say much because talk is cheap. She curvy, y'all real, no surgery. Dressed to kill. First degree. Flirting with her, I can see. It's with the energy she wants release. She's being naughty, oh she naughty. Reverse.
The Magna Mix, Hell Sex Game, Cool Rocky. She the best, no one close. Stole my soul, you can see my goals. Now watch it flow. That's a beautiful ending, one night stand, no hard feelings. Dick 